0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where God gives Moses the boundaries of Israel on the west side of the Jordan River and how the land is to be divided among the tribes. It's a lesson on knowing what belongs to us and how to take possession of it. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Numbers chapter 34 on Simply the Bible.
0: Today we look at God giving the land of Israel to the people, establishing the boundaries of that land that he promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We pick it up in Numbers chapter 34, where God laid out the boundaries of Israel on the west side of the Jordan River. This was to be their permanent possession. It would be easiest for us to visualize this by looking at a Bible map that shows the tribal distribution of Israel. But since you're listening to this on the radio, I'll just have to do my best to try to describe where these boundaries were. The southern border began at the southern tip of the Dead Sea and traveled southwestward along the valley floor to Kadesh Barnea and then westward to the Mediterranean. The western border was simply the Mediterranean or the Great Sea as the Bible calls it. In the north, the northern border is difficult to determine the places. We don't really know exactly where they are today, but It included portions of the Hermon Mountain Range, about 40 miles north of the Sea of Galilee, and then went westward to the Mediterranean, north of Tyre. For the eastern border, the longest section was the Jordan River that stretched from the Dead Sea northward up to the Sea of Galilee. And then on the upper eastern border, north of the Sea of Galilee, it is difficult for us to identify Uh, where exactly that boundary line was. Verse 13, Then Moses commanded the children of Israel, saying, This is the land which you shall inherit by lot, which the Lord has commanded to give to the nine tribes and to the half tribe. For the tribe of the children of Reuben, according to the house of their fathers, and the tribe of the children of Gad, according to the house of their fathers, have received their inheritance And the half-tribe of Manasseh has received its inheritance. The two tribes and the half-tribe have received their inheritance on this side of the Jordan, across from the Jericho, eastward toward the sunrise. So keep in mind that Moses was with the children of Israel on the eastern side of the Jordan River, when he allotted these boundaries, and he was only giving the boundaries for those who were going to live on the western side of the Jordan River, that is the nine and a half tribes, because the two and a half tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half tribe of Manasseh had already received their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan. God gave to Israel this entire land as he had promised to the patriarchs. And he gave it to them forever. But they only took possession of part of it and only held on to it for a time. Now, why was that the case? Well, they didn't do it, God said. God told them to completely dispossess the wicked nations that lived there, that God wanted to get out of the land, basically wipe them out because of their wickedness. And Israel didn't do that. And then they just stopped short. They just got comfortable. They got lazy and didn't want to keep fighting. And so they never really took all of what they could have taken because of their own carnality that they allowed to exist in their own hearts and just really failing, coming up short of being fully obedient to the Lord. Now, is there any application in this for us? Oh, what do you think? Of course. Now, it's interesting that Paul, the Apostle Paul, as he was preaching in Athens at the Areopagus, he said that God has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. So it is ultimately God that determines the nations, where their boundaries are and so forth. And of course, they change boundaries. That happens through war and so forth. But it is ultimately God who establishes these things. And likewise, even in our own lives, God establishes the boundaries, your lane, as it were, that which God has called you to. The Bible tells us that The gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. And just as with the possession of the children of Israel, the land that was allotted to them, that was irrevocable. Nobody can take it away from Israel. God gave it to them as a permanent possession. So God has given to you gifts and calling. He's giving you a place in the kingdom that nobody can take away. But do you completely fulfill that which God has given to you. Do I do that? You see, that's up to us. It's foolish for us to look at what God has given to somebody else and be covetous of their gift and try to do what God has called somebody else to do and then neglect what God has given to us to do. Not only that, it's really frustrating. Verse 16, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, These are the names of the men who shall divide the land among you as an inheritance. Eleazar, the priest, and Joshua, the son of Nun. And you shall take one leader of every tribe to divide the land for the inheritance. And so God would select ten men of the nine and a half tribes to divide the land within the tribe. Now, as the land was being divided, they would cast lots. And so they would decide which part of the land of Israel would go to which tribe. But then once that land had been allotted by the casting of lots, then it would be up to the tribal leaders to divvy up the land, as it were, to the various families within their tribe. Now, once again, is there any sort of application in this for us? I believe that there is. As we have received a gift and calling, who is it that gives us those gifts, by the way? The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians twelve eleven that though there are many different gifts of the Spirit, it is one and the same Spirit who works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. You and I cannot really determine the gifts that we receive. And every believer in Jesus Christ receives at least one spiritual gift. That's the promise of God to you. So God gives to you spiritual gifts by the Holy Spirit. You don't really determine what they are. You can go ahead and desire spiritual gifts. We're encouraged to do that and even pray for them. But ultimately, it's the Holy Spirit who determines what spiritual gifts we have. And what we do with those at that point is up to us just like the children of Israel could have taken a lot more of the land they could have fought the fight they could have fought the giants they could have died to themselves and and taken more land but they didn't you know and we have these gifts that God has given to us we have this allotment God has called us to uh, a purpose he's prepared works beforehand that we should walk in them but whether or not we walk fully in them that comes down to us are we going to be carnal or are we going to be spiritual are we going to focus on the things of this world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye the pride of life you know these are things that creep into the hearts and lives of us as believers. It's not like you believe in Jesus and suddenly all these things go away. We still struggle with our flesh and we can live according to that and we will not enter into the fullness of what God has for us. Or we can run with perseverance the race that has been marked out for us. I like what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. He said, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. (laughs) See, I can relate to this because Paul, even though he preached to others, he knew, look, he had to still preach to himself and he had a body that could deceive him. He, he had sin within that could deceive him. And so He realized that he needed to beat his body and make it his slave so that after having preached to others, he himself wouldn't be disqualified from receiving the prize. I'll tell you a secret. I don't want to come to the end of my life and realize that God had allotted so much for me. There was so much land, as it were, that I could have possessed, but I didn't, either because of spiritual lethargy or carnality or I just quit I just gave up too soon I retired too early you know and didn't fully possess that for which God called me and gifted me here's the thing God has given to you these gifts they're irrevocable just like with the boundaries of Israel they could have risen up and taken possession of it At any time, God said, wherever you put your foot, I will give that land to you. But they had to put their foot out there. They had to step out in faith. They had to trust God. They had to fight those battles. They had to beat the giants and so forth. But God said, you take the steps of faith and I will be with you and I will help you to defeat those enemies. And in the same way, there are enemies of your flesh and my flesh that we have to just conquer. And how do we do that? By taking the steps of faith, by believing and reckoning ourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God. I want to get to the end of my life and know that I took possession fully of that for which God took hold of me. And I pray the same for you. Let's close today in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you for The amazing provisions that you give to us And for your Holy Spirit that you've given to us Thank you for the gifts you give to us And we pray, Father, that by your grace And by your power And by your Holy Spirit That we could take possession of all that you intend for us Lord, don't let us come short Don't let us turn aside Don't let us be distracted Or turn to the left or to the right But God, help us to fix our eyes on Jesus And run with perseverance the race marked out for us that at the end of the race you may say to us, Well done, good and faithful servant, come and enjoy the inheritance I have prepared for you.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the through to Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow we'll see how God commands that the children of Israel give 48 cities to the Levites scattered throughout Israel. Six of these are cities of refuge for the one who has committed involuntary manslaughter. We hope you'll join us as we continue through the Book of Numbers on Simply the Bible.